This is episode four of The Music Academy. Marshall Street Studios presents The Music Academy. Music industry advice in under 10 minutes. Here's today's host, Stu Watts. What's up, everyone? Welcome again to The Music Academy. This is episode four, and it's titled Why Most Bands Don't Rehearse Correctly. So we're going to be going over some really helpful topics um, that will hopefully help you get the most out of your rehearsal. As always, if you have found this useful, please share it with a friend. Um, And also if you can like, subscribe and rate us on the podcast platform that you listen to us on, that would be extremely helpful. As we always say, we want to get this out to as many people as possible. And those are just a few ways that you can help us do that. All right, let's get straight into it. Here's how most band rehearsals go. You agree to start rehearsals at 6 p.m. The band arrives anywhere from 15 minutes early to about half an hour late. You catch up with each person about their week or what they're going to do on the weekend while setting up your gear, and this takes about half an hour. The drummer's trying to tune his drums. The guitarist's playing classic rock riffs or showing off his new pedal, trying to figure out how to use it. Everyone gets a little bit frustrated because they can't focus on what they want to do with their own gear. You play through some of your songs or covers and continue to write a song that you started writing last week, but now everyone's forgotten how it's actually played. You play through your songs again, making the same mistakes you played last time, and you pack up and do the same thing next week. There are so many things wrong about rehearsing this way. There is no structure. There's no goals. There's no clear outline as to what you're rehearsing for. You're just playing whatever. And although playing music is fun, you aren't in sync with everyone else. It feels disjointed and it can take like six months before you're actually ready to play live. There's usually one person that has more of a goal in mind than the rest and they usually get frustrated and take it out on everyone else. This is unsustainable. So I'd like to give you some suggestions about how I think that you can get more out of your rehearsals. Meet up before. Meet at a cafe or some other location that's within five kilometers from the rehearsal half an hour before your practice starts. This is where you'll get your catch-up banter out of the way. Yeah, like what you've been watching on Netflix, how you got drunk at a party on the weekend, whatever. Here you'll also discuss what your goal is for the rehearsal. Are you playing through your set and getting it tight for the next gig? Are you learning a new cover? Are you doing some songwriting? Each of these different goals require a very different rehearsal. Um, So you need to discuss and agree on the plan here. It'll make your rehearsal so much smoother. This sounds like an obvious one, but don't be late. The amount of hours you get to rehearse each week is so small, so you need to be able to make the most out of your rehearsal time. If someone's late all the time, this needs to be addressed. It is unacceptable and you're showing your bandmates a lack of respect for their time. If everyone tends to rock up late, push the meeting time back 15 or 30 minutes, but don't skimp on the rehearsal time as a result of this. Prepare your gear beforehand. So make sure you've tested all of your gear and that it's all functioning as expected before practice. The worst thing you can do is rock up and realize that one of your pedals or your amp isn't working properly or your guitar needs restringing. Make sure it's ready to use before practice. And if something's broken, get it fixed or find an alternative. 
I didn't have time is not an excuse. Wake up 30 minutes earlier. Don't create your pedal chain at practice. Rehearsal time is not playing around with gear time. If you just got a new pedal, don't show it off for 10 minutes. You're eating into your rehearsal time. Learn any new songs beforehand. Unless you're songwriting as a band, all members must have learnt all new songs prior to the practice. If you've not had time to practice them at home, at the very least, you need to have printed off tabs and or lyrics or written down the song structure before the rehearsal. Leave any distractions at the door. Turn your phones off. Remember that your time is limited, so make it count. Looking at memes won't help you further your music career. Leave all emotions at the door. Life happens, I know. Sometimes there are things that are more important than music that can occupy your mind. Just do your best with this and remember that music can be the thing that could make you feel better. Like Eminem said, you got to lose yourself in the music. Setting levels. It's crucial that you're able to hear every instrument and vocal during rehearsals. When every instrument's super loud, not only will the vocalist not be able to be heard and they'll strain their voice, but your ears compress the sound and you lose the ability to hear intricate details, even while wearing earplugs. I would recommend to have the vocalist as the loudest instrument. Yeah, even louder than the drums. And if this means that the drummer needs to play with rods or play quieter than normal, make it happen. Then all you need to do is make sure that the other instruments, guitars, keyboards, whatever, are audible above the drums, but always keep everything as quiet as possible so that you can hear everything and make the performance as strong as possible. Set break times. Keep them limited to less than 15 minutes. This is enough time to have a quick chat and re-energize your mind. You shouldn't be having food breaks. I would suggest eating before or after the rehearsal. And again, this is just to maximize the amount of time that you have in the rehearsal studio. I would also suggest to set one band member or a friend that is keen and available to be the extra member of the band as your musical director. This person is will be in charge of being the director of the band, as the name suggests. It's kind of like being a coach of the band. And here's where I want to give a shout out to Coach Canatelli of Future Artist Development, who does this sort of thing for a living. He kills it at what he does. And if you want to know more about Future Artist Development, get in touch with us or just go to their website. So this band director will coordinate the whole rehearsal. They'll say when the song starts and stops. The rest of the band looks to this person for cues. Hand signals are always good. For example, one hand in the air might mean stop playing. The band must agree on who this person is. They'd usually have a really good grasp of timing as well as music theory, and they must also be good at controlling the group. The band must respect this person's task of being the director. You should agree not to play over the top of them or argue with them. There's a reason why you've put this person in charge. So if there's regular disagreements, then this is something that must be addressed as a group. All right, here's my advice on how to go about learning a new song or cover. Learn the song prior to the rehearsal, as I said earlier. Start the song from the start and immediately stop playing as soon as anyone messes up or misses a cue. You have to be honest here. If you know you've messed up, put your hand up. Start the song again and repeat the process until nobody messes up. 
When you're learning a whole bunch of new songs, here's what I would suggest. Use the process that I just said about learning one new song, play it until you don't mess up, then the second, then play through both. There's a chance you've forgotten certain parts of the first song, so here's where you'll tighten up on that one again. Then add a third track and repeat the whole process again. So effectively, it'll look like this. Song A, song B, song A, song B, song C, song A, song B, song C, song D, and so on and so on. All right, there's one more topic I want to touch on, which is band meetings. I think it's extremely important to have band meetings on a regular basis. If you can factor one into your rehearsals, either before or after, to discuss your goals and progression, then do that. You can chat over Messenger or something like that, but how often do you really pay attention to a Messenger conversation? So these things can definitely get lost in translation over chat. Time dedicated to the business side of your band is time well spent. If you can organize a dedicated time during the week separate to rehearsal, then do that instead. You could even do it over a video call if you can't get together in person. But when you're at rehearsals, it is important to focus on the music and not get sidetracked by other things. All right. That's about it. I haven't even begun to dig into set structure or, you know, layout of songs or anything like that. We'll save that for another podcast. But yeah, thank you again so much for listening to The Music Academy. Once again, please share or recommend this to a friend and make sure you hit subscribe or follow on the podcast platform that you listen to this on. And if you have any questions, please get in touch via DMs in Insta. Mine is at stew.watts.audio or you can reach us at marshallstreet.com. Studios. Also, really quickly, we just relaunched our artist coaching and development programs for this year. If you are interested, get in touch. It's full of great stuff like we've covered in this podcast and heaps more. So get in touch with us. We will see you next time on the Music Academy. Cheers. Cheers.